Hi, this is Carrie from Fullerton Professional Organizing, and I have a guest for you today, and I'm going to let her introduce herself, tell us her favorite scripture, and introduce herself. <laughs> Hi, I am Angela Ciro, and um, Spirit-Filled Solutions is um, my organizing business, um, and my favorite scripture is Philippians 4.13, because I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me, and that helps empower me every day to know that, um, and then my, my ministry verse and, um, is Isaiah 61.1, um, for the Lord God has anointed me, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to, um, he has sent me to um, <laughs> bring good news to the poor, heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom to the prisoners. <laughs> My yeah. mind goes blank sometimes. But. I know. Well, and that's the whole reason I started the podcast. And uh, definitely that is what I'm hoping to bring into clients' homes as well. Um, but it's definitely the reason I started the podcast because I wanted to help people declutter their faith declutter their homes and declutter their business. But my faith is, is a very important part of that is to help people and uh, serve people. And, um, you know, you really do have to have a servant's heart to do what we do, because as we had talked about before this podcast, it's not just about Pinterest worthy spaces. Now we love to get there, or I love to get there, but it's mostly about helping people. Yes, very, very true. So what are you the most passionate about in the organizing business? Um, I am passionate about seeing women be set free from the strongholds in their life via the, the clutter and the stuff around them that has just got them in prison from feeling like they can move and do things or function um, to the emotions, to the mindset. mindset. And, and Mm -hmm. women just we believe in everybody not just women but I I specifically work with women I head up the women's ministry at our church and women are kind of my heart and my calling um but being able to set free of the lies that you know we we have believed and that you know we constantly tell ourselves and and that to me that's what I'm passionate about walking alongside people and just helping them to be set free um from those strongholds in their lives Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's sort of like what I've been hearing from the organizing community here lately, better, not perfect. You know, we're, we're, we're wanting, we're stepping people that struggle with a lot of collections, a lot of things that they can't let go of. We're not talking about someone that just put their mayonnaise on the wrong shelf or, or, you know, we're not talking about people that just have things in the wrong place, which that we do too. You know, we try to show them the most efficient way to um, make their home the most efficient. But a lot of what we work with is people that um, struggle with knowing what to do with all the things that they collect and, um, you know, those that maybe just have a trail to their bed, you know, um, but um, yeah, that's, um, that is a, what we do. That's just what we do. And that's the type of things we, we serve. 
Well, and how long have you been uh, doing the organizing? I know you started thinking about it in 2019. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I took, I took my professional organizing course in 2019. And then 2020 was when I actually um, started with my business partner. I have two business partners. Um, one's behind the scenes and helps me with just kind of the, the book work stuff a little bit. And then the other one was um, she would go in and help me organize and make things look very pretty. So, mm-hmm. um, but in December, she had to step away. So I had mm-hmm. to kind of readjust where the Lord was calling me and, and what exactly I was doing. So, um, yeah, so that's where I'm kind of almost at a new starting mm-hmm. point. Like I'm relaunching. I mean, it's it's been going, but it's a relaunch. And now um, instead of me and my partner coming in and doing the, like we talked about kind of the Pinterest pretty organizing, Mm -hmm. it's me coming along as a clutter coach and walking alongside people and helping them to break free of of the clutter and um, the mindset that's got them trapped in it. So, yeah, yeah. Cause we love both. We love the the come in without the client and just get it all done and and Pinterest perfect. We love those clients, but we really have a heart for those that can't even get to the Pinterest perfect. Pinterest perfect is something that they can't even keep up with. Uh, we have to work with with their the way their mind works and the way they um, move through life and function through life. So that's where the real ministry is right there. Um, Even though we love both and we do both. Um, So what is one thing you wish you had known before you started? (laughs) That when I said everything, um, I had run, I mean, like businesses, like, you know, like I'm a Norway, I have been a Norwex consultant for many, many, many years. So, you know, I have kind of that aspect. I homeschooled mm-hmm. five kiddos, you know, and I've, I've, I mean, I have a son who's autistic. I've managed to, I've done a lot, mm-hmm. um, but I never set off in my own like actual business mm-hmm. and, and just learning everything literally from the legal side of it and learning you know having to make sure you understand the contracts and you understand the stuff yes the the technology yes the videos the social media working through all of that website creating creating websites yeah (laughs) Yeah, I'm blessed with an amazing sister who has come alongside and helped me a lot with a lot of the techie stuff. So that at least helps. Um, But and just, you know, it's yeah, there's just there's so many things. But at the same time, though, I wish I would have known them beforehand. Part of the journey, I think, is not knowing them beforehand. So when you're stepping in, you're that's just growing you a little bit more because you're having to now learn this and you're having to figure this stuff out. So it's a good growth process. Yeah. Yeah. When your head is about to explode because you're <laughs> trying to learn how to uh, do your own website and, and then you just have to step away and yeah. realize that you've got to step away, come back tomorrow and it'll be better. And then you have the other person that's like, Oh, (laughs) okay. Okay. But yeah, yeah, that that's, that's part of the journey for sure. 
Now, how has your journey changed you? Um, it's changed quite a bit. I mean, for one, um, the Lord's given me kind of the gift of, of empathy and things like that naturally for people. But when it came to business owners, I never really quite understood all that it really takes to really kind of put in, especially during these times with the pandemic and, you know, all that's been going on, like the challenges to small business owners is huge. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's just, it's just opened my eyes a little bit more to um, see that need as well as the more I'm in it, the more I see the need for what we do and stepping alongside and helping people. And there's so many people that, you know, you, you think that, oh, you know, I, I don't know who I'll help here, but yet there's people hiding and, and I mean, hiding, there are people hiding mm-hmm. all over the place, all over the world that need our services mm-hmm. and that want them. They, sometimes it's a little hard to reach out and come to that place. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more that I am in this, the more that I am seeing there, there's a need, there's such a strong need for that. Yes, definitely. And then add on top of that, the senior citizens that need help just because they're not as mobile as they used to. You know, they may have at one time had a perfectly well-organized home, but now that they're 70, 80, et cetera, they struggle more because they have more challenges. Um, Yeah, it's definitely a ministry. You um, You know, I started the podcast so that I'd be able to also show, share my faith, but I also uh, started the business um, to really help people. And um, now when I help senior citizens, I do tell them just sit. You can do this alongside me, but you sit and I will ask you questions and, and, and I will do all of this for you. And um, so I've done it with them and without them. And um Um, But, you know, also touching on the fact that you have empathy, you know, um, because, and we've talked about a little bit about this, we both have some family members that have some over collective, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't like the word hoarder, but Mm -hmm. because hoarder can be extreme, and I'm not sure how extreme, um, but um, but we have family members that ha- have huge collections that are hard to let go, and and those mindsets are are really those are the people we have heart for because we've seen it, we've seen it, and we understand it in a certain extent mm-hmm. um, because we know where it comes from. A lot of the mindset comes from when they were raised in poverty. And this is something that they can now control or not control, but they think that it's something, you know, that they can, they can do physically. It's kind of a, a, a mindset. I was poor growing up. So I hold on to what I have and appreciate what I have, but now the appreciation for what they have has gone to a different level 
where they can't let it go when it's no longer usable or used or needed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, so we do go in and coach and and kind of change mindsets, uh, and that that and we change along with our customers, right? Because we it's always a new learning curve. Yeah. Well, and everybody's a little bit different. And, Mm -hmm. you know, some of them, you know, yeah, I mean, the poverty is very common amongst several, a lot of times there's something dramatic that has happened in their life Mm -hmm. that yes, that they, they haven't properly worked through that. And that's, this is part of the outcome. But like you said, they do, it's something that they think they have under control and they don't realize it has Mm -hmm. control over them. Yeah. And when I say poverty, I mean, like, you know, when your grandparents lived through the depression yeah, and then they passed down some of that. And then, yeah, because my grandparents went through the depression. So they passed on that holding on to what, because they didn't have anything. You had to hold on to it. You had to reuse it. You had to be very creative. And then they passed that down. And then right now we're not there like they were in that time. Yeah. You know, so now we're holding on to things, but for a different reason. Mm. Anyway, it's, you know what I'm talking about, but it's kind of hard to put out there on a a podcast. Um, uh, And then you've got, and then we have sympathy for those with ADHD. We have sympathy for those with autism. We have sympathy for those that have that are depressed and just can't function as the same way as others function there they we have to reframe everything and um and that's where that's where our service begins right there yes it does and that's how our journey has changed both of us and keeps changing both of us. All right. Now tell me about a time you wanted to give up. We, before this podcast, we touched on it. (laughs) Very true. Yeah, guys, this is our second podcast. The other one cut off in the middle. So we have (laughs) talked about some of this stuff. So that's why we're laughing. (laughs) yes so such joys of technology um yes so um started in 2020 with my business partner and um you know we came in strong together working in people's homes um and we had a lot of clients where they just wanted us to come and make it a little more functional and pretty for them so they would leave and you know we would take care of it. And, and, and that was really my, my business partner's gift was making it look pretty. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I will instruct and we'll, we'll do the functional side, but it was her who made it pretty. And so in December, she had informed me that um, she needed to step away. So it was just too much for her um, at the moment. And, um, and that just kind of started right there, altering everything. I'm like, oh, what do I do? You know, I, I can't go in and give these clients what she could give these clients. Like, I believe firmly that we are all gifted in a different area. And I'm willing to admit that that's not my gifting, which is why I brought her in with me. 
Um, so, and at that same time, my mother-in-law had um, passed away unexpectedly. Um, and I found out I had cancer. I had to have surgery. We had, I mean, a whole bunch of things for several months was just a lot of things happening and, and back throwing me back throwing, you know, um, and trying to figure out, okay, Lord, are you, have you really called me to this? Because I right. felt any. Lord, this is your calling. I know this is, but then when all that was thrown, it was like, Lord, am I, am I wrong? Am I just, you know, chasing things? What am I doing here? And I really, I really wondered, like, I can't do this without Katie. Like, I can't do it without her. <laughs> you know, she comes in and we have kind of this set of clients already that expect this from us. And, um, but the Lord said, yeah, I'm still calling you to this, but it's not going to look like what right. it looked when you and Katie were doing it and that's okay. Right. So and that's, yeah. and that's okay. That's okay. Awesome. Um, let's see. And, oh, and then how did you, how do you feel like you overcame it? I know you just touched a little bit on it, but, but prayer, I mean, prayer. <laughs> Constant prayer. I, I believe in constant communication with God anyways, and I know my shortcomings. So I feel like I'm always going, God, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm so. always saying, fill me with creativity, not just help me, you know, get it all done, but fill me with yeah. your creativity because I can copy creativity real well. <laughs> and I know the yeah. organizing part real well. And I know the bins, the pretty bins and baskets, you know, but. <laughs> exactly. But asking for his direction and his will, because we, you know, don't always, you know, we want to do things our way a lot, but it, his way is going to be far much better. He knows us and he knows our clients. He, he knows all of us. So if we lean on him, I believe he'll direct and lead in a better way. But so lots of prayer. I prayed tons. Um, I held on to that scripture that I shared at the beginning, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ. It's like, no, I can do this. I can get over this. I can work forward. Yes, it's scary. And yes, now everything's on my shoulders. Yes, I've got to totally <laughs> revamp what I'm doing, but I can do this. And just the, I mean, it just took reminding myself every day of that and being in that constant communication with the Lord and just asking him to really give me that clarity mm -hmm. and little things would happen, you know, that would be like, here, here's just your little sign. Yes. I'm still, mm -hmm. yes, <laughs> this is what I want you to do. Just the way the Lord works usually when he's nudging at our hearts to do something. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I know I fight him a lot, but, um, <laughs> try to be open to seeing when he's directing <laughs> yes yes yeah it, it has to be in you know we have to go to him for direction clarity creativity everything um you know i i'm a big believer in doing it scared but but that's because i know that i've got god <laughs> backing me up Amen. Exactly. <laughs> I'm scared. I don't really know what I'm doing, Lord, but somehow you're going to work through. <laughs> so what advice would you give someone that wants to do what we do? 
first of all, I highly recommend walking alongside someone else in the jobs and in the work because you don't really understand what it entails and what you're going to be dealing with until you're in it. So we had no clue exactly what we were into when we first started in 2020. And that's everything from how long your body can hold up when you're not used to it. It's hard on the body. Yeah, especially in garages in the heat and garages. (laughs) Yes, Uh (laughs) exactly. And we think, well, I've organized my own home. I've done this, you know, yeah, but you can pace yourself in your own home and you've got to, when you're working with a client, you're working in a space, you are kind of set to their time zone, their space. You're not going to be stopping to have coffee whenever you want. (laughs) Um, It's, it's a little bit different. So walking alongside someone else, um, it also allows the opportunity to see what kind of things might just pop up that you wouldn't think about before. You know, you think of only your own home. Well, our home is only one home out of hundreds and thousands of different kinds of homes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, different the, all the spaces are different. Exactly. Exactly. Like I don't have a pantry. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, well, I have a cupboard, but it's not, I wouldn't call it a pantry. <laughs> yeah. I just have a, a cabinet and I, I had to be very creative. <laughs> right. I'm glad to hear another organizer doesn't have that nice pantry. I know yes, I, get I have when no I go someone else's nice pantry. I'm like, you have such a nice pantry. <laughs> one cabinet next to my um, refrigerator that I just had to put in all those little uh, those riser shelves so I can fit as many canned goods in there as I can because I didn't you know I and then I had a setup in the in the garage so yeah professional organizers have their own challenges too but it's not the same as going into hundreds and hundreds of different homes and, uh, and having to figure everything out on the spot. Yeah. Exactly. And by going in alongside someone too, you also can get the feel before you ever really start anything to know, is this really for me? Because we get excited about something. I know I've watched lots, you know, you watch YouTube, you watch these other, somebody's, you know, a great piano player or, you know, makes these amazing dresses or whatever. And you mm-hmm. think, oh, that's, I want to do that. But the moment you do it, you're like, yeah, this really isn't me. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, being able to go and walk alongside someone would be a, give you that enough to get your feet wet to say, okay, is this really something I could see myself doing or is it just something that looks good from the outside, but not really for me or not my calling. So, yeah, yeah. 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 Cause even when I went into the teaching field, there were many people that went into the teaching field and then decided when they started student teaching, which is reason for the student teaching. Okay. This is not for me or <laughs> those that can handle elementary um can't handle middle school and then those that can handle middle school oh my goodness those are the ones I can handle high school believe it or not I can handle high school I can handle elementary middle school no I I would just I I mean I'd be in a corner sucking my thumb yeah no so it's the same with organizing you know you just get in there and maybe that's a good reason to start doing it the way you do it, just at, by donation, just to get a feel to see if this is something that you want before you start uh, started charging 
or if that's a, a ministry that you want to continue in that, you know, then that that is also okay. But well, and also, like you said, Carrie, it's also good because maybe organizing is your thing, but to go in and walk alongside someone, maybe you'll figure out what your particular gifting in mm-hmm. organizing is mm-hmm. because we are all different yes. and we all different areas that we just thrive in. And, you know, so that could be an opportunity to realize that, oh, I'm great at closet organization. And like, this is fun to me. And I really want to dive deeper into, you know, being a better closet organizer or whatever it might be that, you know, is your thing. So. That's true. And, you know, I think that's what I got. Uh, the, the message I got from you too, you said you had had someone that um, you had two other people that, helped you do the areas that you were not as, um, I'm not going to say that you couldn't do it. You can do it, but they were very, um, that was their thing. And um, it just reminds me, I did go into a business that had me do some um, standard operating procedures where I had to literally put on paper how to use the receipt machine and the, and how these receipts were turned in for the business, how they had to be turned in, what had to be written on the receipts and the process of putting it through the receipt machine, the whole thing. And I was not techie. So what (laughs) took someone, you know, I would have loved to have been able to have hired someone else to do that. So that, that is, um, you know, that's a, a, a thought that I'm going to keep in the back of my head when I need uh, to hire someone to do something for me, that it may not be as hard as I think it is to just hire someone to can, to do a project and walk alongside me as an organizer and help with a client. Um, so that inspired me a, a little bit there. So um, what kind of books have you read that have inspired you? Um, I, I, I don't know. I read a lot. I'm reading Audacity right now by Beth Moore, which is a great, is a really good book just about drawing closer in your relationship with God. Um, I love almost all John Maxwell books, honestly, that I've read. He is amazing. He, he loves the Lord. He's, he's a godly man. Um, but he's also great with leadership and business. And, and I like that combination that when you're reading, you know, you're getting something that's, you know, scriptural based, but also helps in business business and And coaching, um, I guess. And coaching. Yeah. Leader, um, developing a leader within you is a really great book. If you're just starting out, I read this book many moons ago when I really struggled with always feeling like I was failing and, you know, couldn't do things. Um, and that's spelling forward because it's just such a great book to help you realize that you're, you're make, yeah, you're going to fail. We all fail. We all make mistakes. We all mess up at times. But it's not something to hold us back. It's something we should be moving forward with. And when you learn to use those failures as step stones instead of as things that hold you back, then that's when you begin to finally break free and be able to succeed. And, and it's just a really great book. So I highly recommend that for anybody that, you know, is really just starting out or feeling like, you know, they've made so many mistakes. They don't, they don't feel they can do anything beyond, you know, what they've done. Um, so, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of great, great books, great podcast, <laughs> lots of great things out there. Yeah. And, um, all right. 
Um, yeah, and I see you read Messi's Manual. It seems like there's, I read that way back when, and I don't, uh, it seems very familiar to me. But since we're starting to run low on time, let's see if we can, I think we've already kind of debunked some things about professional organizing. You know, some people think it's all just the Pinterest perfect and it's not we love that or um, we love the Pinterest perfect but it's so much more and it's so much more physical labor than people realize because we're not just organizing closets sometimes we're organizing a lot more than that um, so since it's given me a warning here let's go to uh, how do you uh, find time or what do you do to rest and relax? Well, daily time with the Lord. I find that I need that time to refresh every morning. That's kind of the starter point um, is to take that time just to really kind of be with him while everybody else is still asleep and I can breathe a little bit. Um, and I, I enjoy hiking and um, getting to do things like that, taking trips. We're not far from Glacier. We're about four hours from Glacier. So we try to at least take a trip once a year over there, which is, uh, the best. I love it. It's one of my favorite places. <laughs> uh, so yeah, those are kind of ways that, that I, yeah, rest, rest and relax. Um, any hobbies? Um, well, I just started learning how to quilt and made my first grandbaby a quilt for Christmas. Oh, nice. um, <laughs> and I really love it. It's one of those things. Um, I still have a lot to learn and I, I, but I have an amazing mentor and teacher who's, um, walking me along. I mean, and I started, this is how bad it is. I never even knew how to sew before. Okay. Oh, Not wow. sewing <laughs> So I sewed on buttons and that was about as much as I did hand sew. But oh, wow, yeah, that that it would be a big jump. Yeah. So she's been teaching me the sewing machine and quilting all kind of in together and at the same time. But it's it's been great. I've I've That's really good. Yeah. Well, I did know how to sew many years ago. I did make some small baby quilts. They were just squares and a nice border. And then I stenciled inside oh. the squares. And that was as far as I could go. I, I'm not into all the little itty bitties, all the little itty bitties that I'm not into. I can do a lot of squares and then sew a border. I can do the quilting sewing machine style but then I I stenciled teddy bears and whatever I wanted in the center I stenciled with with paint and uh, <laughs> some of them still have them because uh, I made them let's see they're about seven and eight years ago is probably the last time I uh, made a quilt was probably seven years ago so that sounds so beautiful. I, yeah. I only do the big square so far because I'm just starting, but um, I'm wanting to make a quilt. My mother-in-law was a missionary to Africa and she had lots of African clothes and I really want to take her clothes and uh, oh, make a yes. quilt. Oh, that would be really, really neat. Really neat. And All that's right. a, talking oh, about yeah. butter. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, go right. ahead. But that's one of those good ways when we want to save, especially someone that we lost and we want to save all their clothes and all their stuff and all that. 
doing something like turning it into a quilt gives you a way to hold on to that special memory of them without necessarily holding on to a closet of clothes that nobody can enjoy. And since you gave that part of the tip, um, what some of them may not know is you can actually go even and buy these acrylic squares so that you can, if you're using t-shirts, because I've known people use their kids' t-shirts to make them a quilt for college. That way, if you use the acrylic, the acrylic squares, you can actually position it over the logos on a t-shirt and cut out the squares while you can still see where you're cutting and um, and make your quilts that way as well. I, I was thinking if you cut it out, you've got the front and the back of that actual t-shirt mm-hmm. all cut out at once if you use the rotary cutter so that's a good mm-hmm. tip if, if any clothes that they want to keep as memories but if you do the t-shirts you have to do all t-shirt material if you do fabric you got to keep all the same fabrics together since we're adding all these tips <laughs> in for quilting uh, that's right. <laughs> I don't want them to go and uh, make this quilt with all these different fabrics and then yeah, like they're going to jump off of our podcast and go right out and make a quilt because we said, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we inspired them. It's <laughs> oh, <that's> funny. <sighs> All right. Now, where are you the most organized personally and where are you the least organized personally? Um, I feel like my kitchen and maybe even my office space is the most organized. And I think it's just because I really can't function to make meals or anything unless things are together. So I, I have a teenage son still home. So things are not always perfect in there. So he often puts things (laughs) in odd places, but for the most part, like my kitchen usually maintains pretty, pretty together. Um, I'm definitely a visual organizer. You're doing the clutter bag. You understand that Mm -hmm. concept. I like to kind of see things and seeing helps me to remember even my garden. I have a big garden. Can't use it. It's out of sight, out of mind. I forget. So my husband built me a nice big garden box right outside my back dining room windows so that I could see it and go oh yeah I need to go water and I need yeah. to weed and do all that but so the rooms I'm the worst at are the rooms I don't enter into as much we have a guest room we have my son's bathroom unfortunately that I very seldom <laughs> um, am in and those spaces I those are hard for me because if I'm not seeing them I just don't think about it and yeah so, yeah. <laughs> yeah my son's chore was um, I, well, I had a son and daughter. I'm an empty nester now, but it, the bathroom was always his job um, because he was a boy. It was his job. That <laughs> way, at least it wasn't going to be perfect, Yeah. but at least something was being done because again, yeah, I didn't go into their bathroom unless I had cut company coming because it would be the one that company would use and I my husband and I had our own so you know but yeah uh, yeah and my son is the one that's supposed to clean it um whether it's because he's autistic or whether it's because he's a boy I don't know his idea of cleaning is yes yeah same Um. same, but at least (laughs) it gets touched 
<laughs> it gets touched. It, it, yeah. At least it gets touched somehow. That's <laughs> that's what I would tell my my mind. <laughs> at least it gets touched somehow. So then when I go in there, I can just, you know, not worry as much. And maybe I'm fooling myself. I don't know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah, I, I tell you. Um oh and so the least, let's see, for me right now, I think the least organized now for me, it used to, I used to say on the podcast, it was my garage, but I, I did sell my tea party stuff and I have a small amount still headed out the door, but my least organized, I guess, is my craft room, my craft room now, just because it's, I've got a lot of stuff in there, but it is organized. Yeah. It's just that someplace things are out of place more than other <laughs> places. Well, that's projects. And it's the same yeah. with my, my desk is organized, but I do, there are often times that I, I will have different piles of things I'm working on. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, and, and because I'm visual, if I put them away, they'll get forget, mm -hmm. forgotten about. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 so. Uh, all right, let's see. We're going to wind down here. What is it that, and that's okay, we've got pets and that's part of life. I, I'm not going to even worry about it. It's fine. You know, because everybody's at home now. Think about it. Newscasters, you know, they may have gone back now to do their newscasting, but you know, with the pandemic, the dogs and the kids have been normal normalized so who are we to feel guilty because we've seen it all right we're now 